Hello and welcome to the 14th episode of Tome Show News. I'm Lewis Brenton, and with me are Tracy Hurley and Branda Stoddard. Tome Show News is here to bring you brief news updates, primarily on the Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game, and things that are impacting the D&D community. This episode is being recorded on Tuesday, July 21st. Here's the news. In early July, Wizards of the Coast added disclaimers to some older titles. The disclaimer reads, quote, We recognize that some of the legacy content available on this website does not reflect the values of Dungeons & Dragons franchise today. Some older content may reflect ethnic, racial, and gender prejudice that were commonplace in American society at the time. These depictions were wrong then and are wrong now. This content is presented as it was originally created because to do otherwise would be the same as claiming these prejudices never existed. Dungeons & Dragons teaches diversity is a strength, and we strive to make our D&D products as welcoming and inclusive as possible. This part of our work will never end." end quote. The original disclaimers were inadvertently added before Wizards had a chance to communicate about their plans. As for titles, in particular the old 1st and 3rd edition Oriental Adventures core books and Alcadim have the disclaimer twice, both at the top and bottom of the page, whereas it appears that most 4E and before content has it at the bottom of the page. The wording of this disclaimer is similar to what it has appeared on some older Warner Brothers and Disney cartoons. This change seems to come in response to some members of the D&D community giving Wizards of the Coast pushback regarding potentially racially insensitive aspects of older material, the Oriental Adventure setting in particular. On the 13th of July, Wizards of the Coast released a new Unrest Arcana document featuring 16 new feats with a heavy emphasis on feats that resemble multiclassing through another means. The byline on this article includes uh, Thamar Raymond, Jeremy Crawford, Ben Petrosor, Dan Dillon, and Ari Levich. In addition, on the 21st of July, the survey for this Unearthed Arcana document was added to the website. Earlier in July, Monty Cook Games released a new book, which serves as a source book for playing in their popular award-winning Numenera science fantasy setting, using the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition rule set. That book is called Beneath the Monolith. It seems to be a campaign setting book that describes the ins and outs of Monty Cook's far future Ninth World, where magic and technology overlap. It also includes 5th edition stats for creatures and NPCs. This book comes in at 160 pages. Beneath the Monolith is intended to couple with Cook Games' Arcana of the Ancients book, which was released in April. That book, weighing in at 304 pounds, serves as a reference to bring Numenera-like science fantasy elements into any D&D game. So while Beneath the Monolith is more of the fluff, Arcana of the Ancients provides the crunch of features, gadgets, other game mechanics, and more creature stat blocks. So if you're interested in delving into Monty Cook's Numenera setting, but prefer to divorce it from its original Cypher System rule set and use D&D mechanics, these books are the way to make that happen. Free sample pages of Arcana of the Ancients and Beneath the Monolith are available on DriveThruRPG.com and on Monty Cook Games' website. The full products can also be purchased there. On July 3rd, Orion D. Black, also known as Dungeon Commander, announced on Twitter they are no longer with Wizards of the Coast. They listed issues they saw in regards to their time at WotC and the lack of action on WotC's part in increasing diversity, especially for BIPOC contributors. 
Greg Tito retweeted the announcement with a comment, quote, This should not have happened the way it did, and I'll continue to fight so it doesn't happen again. I'm sorry if I let you down, Orion. You deserve better, end quote. And then on July 10th, Wizards released a statement, quote, We sincerely apologize to Orion Black for the negative experiences they had as a contractor with the D&D franchise team. Their statement is being taken seriously as an opportunity for us to improve the experiences of all those who contribute to our company and community. We're not perfect, and we know there is more work to do. The ongoing dialogue with our community is critical to make meaningful change. We remain committed to making D&D a more inclusive community by supporting voices from people of all backgrounds, end quote. Reaction to that apology was mixed, with some pushing for more concrete action. I'm sure we will hear more in the coming days. As part of the continuing effort to increase diversity and inclusion in the corporate elements of Wizards of the Coast, they announced a job opening for a diversity, equity, and inclusion senior manager. Some in the community have noted that the position calls for many years of experience in a job that has not been commonly recognized as a paid position for that long. And with that, we come to the end of another episode of Tome Show News. We're so glad that you chose to spend this time with us. We'll continue on our quest to keep you up to date on all the happenings with the game we all love and the community that surrounds it. If you have items of information that you think we should be covering on TSN, please reach out to our team, either by emailing us at thetomeshow at gmail.com or on Twitter at The Tome Show. I'm Lewis Brenton. I'm Tracy Hurley. And I'm Brenda Stoddard. Thanks for listening. Thank you.